Hello and welcome to the Legacy Boss Podcast. This is your host, Shauna Klein. I am a mom of two, a wife, coach, mindset mentor, and product business strategist. I am so thankful you're here and we're on a mission to help product-based business owners start, grow, and scale their businesses all while living their very best life and leave a legacy both now and in the future. Each week we dig into business strategy, mindset alignment, and talk to guests who encourage and inspire. Over at The Legacy Boss, we pursue our lives with focus and passion. My co-host Marcy and I believe you are your biggest strength and equipped with the right tools can soar and live the life you have always dreamed of. So let's get started. Hope you guys are having an amazing day. We are talking today about the second part of the sales framework and it's called, it's not about you. And everybody's like, what? It's not about me because I'm the boss and I'm selling this. So how is it not about me? And we're going to break that down today and we're going to talk about our dream. Now, you may have this big dream and we all have them. We keep them very close to our heart. And whether you have a nine to five and you work your five to nine and you want to take your five to nine, turn it into your nine to five. Or maybe you want to be a six-figure earner or a seven-figure earner. Or maybe you want to leave a legacy for your family and you want to put your kids through college and you want to have an amazing retirement. Or you want to travel the world and you have all these little dreams and we keep them held really tight to our hearts because fear of failure, fear that people don't understand. Um, but we have these dreams and when we're by ourselves, we take them out of that little box and we go, what if, what if? So I want to talk to you a little bit today about something that I actually did on a Facebook live recently in our product based entrepreneur group, as well as I think our get sold out challenge as well. Um, and I talk about leaning into those things that scare us. So the reason that the 1% or we'll even say the top 5% get to where they're at is because they're willing to do what the other 95 or 99% of us are not willing to do. And that's a harsh statement, but the reality of it is, is it's true because we have this comfort level. And when we lean into something and it's uncomfortable, we stop because we have all of these things in our brain and in our body going, no, 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 that's scary. Like stay away from alert, alert. Um, and do not enter sign flashes because it's uncomfortable and it's the fear of the unknown. It's the fear of failure. And we don't typically want to lean into things that are uncomfortable and scary, but the 1% and the 5% of your niche that are successful, they lean in hard to that uncomfortability because they know that if they lean in and they fail and they fall, they're failing forward. They know exactly what not to do next time. And I know you're probably like, well, how does this have anything to do with sales? It does because it's not about us. And when we talk about this mindset and it looks like what our roadmap for success is, it's vital that our very life and the dreams are put in this perspective. So imagine that your business is like a heart and it pumps and it literally pumps to the rest of your body. That dream it's pumping your goals, your ambitions, everything that you hold dear. It's pumping that very lifeblood. So if you don't have a mindset that pushes past all the distractions and the detours, you're going to get stuck 
in that place and it's hard to push back then because then it's super scary. So our brains tell us not to pursue something that's uncomfortable. They tell it to shut down and to find a different path of least resistance. It's just how we're made. It's the survival part of us. But when we put down pen to paper on how we see ourselves in our business, we can dive into different parts of what that looks like and the sales process. Now, a word of caution, because most people get really weirded out about this. It's uncomfortable and it's hard to really go through this next process in our own heads because we can't get out of our own way. And we talk about mindset, but when we can't get out of our own way, we can't move forward in our sales. Therefore, we can't ever hit that dream and that goal because we can't get out of our own way. So what we want to do is we want to bring up the uncomfortable because it's how we push through. And it, there is a bazillion, and I said bazillion, I know that's not a number, but there's a bazillion bad salespeople that have given us a exact blueprint of what we don't want to do, right? You see the car salesmen, you see the people that are like, you know, trying to get you to buy something that you don't want to, and it just feels icky and it feels unauthentic and you don't want to be like that. I get it. I totally get it. Neither do I, but we're going to have to shift our mindset for a few minutes on to something different. And so I, I'm asking you to stop if you need to pause the video and get a pen and paper because we've got to move from, and you've heard me say it before, from a transactional to a transformational experience. And we can only do that when we're honest about ourselves, with ourselves about sales. Now we talked last time about what that looked like. We wrote out some notes and hopefully you guys have really pursued that. But in fact, most people are really good at, well, let me back up. Most people that are really good at selling, they're really good at building relationships. Have you ever been around someone who oozes what they love or something that they found? I have to admit, I come naturally to that. I'm one of those people, not by learning it, but just by pure birth. <laughs> I have I have a father that's very much like that. And I find it somewhat unimaginable to not share um, the things that I love. And it's just like part of my DNA. And I'll give you an example. So multiple years ago, when the Roku box, which is a streaming player, for those of you who don't know who that what that is, came out. I bought one because I wanted to experience what that was like for my family. So I figured out all the bells and whistles. I figured out how to use it. I got some um, knowledge by doing some research. I got some interfaces. I was even able to make it my own by having my own media on there and just super, I like technology anyway. So I really jumped into that. And so I remember being at some friend's house and I was telling them all about this Roku and what it was doing. Like, so we could put Netflix on it and, and YouTube and Amazon prime and, and several other things. And, um, so there was a few other things coming out like the Amazon fire stick and Apple had a box that what they were coming out with. Anyways, I was telling all about this 
now, not because I was trying to do anything, I didn't share my experience, but I was going on and on and the husband stops and says, do you work for Rogu? And I was like, uh, no. And he's like, well, you really should because you've been talking about this Roku box for the last 20 minutes. And okay, we're gonna go buy one because we really feel like this is amazing and it's something that we need to go check out. And I laughed because I was like, oh my gosh, I totally shared something that I really love and I'm not getting any compensation from it, but I do love it and I'm explaining it. And so that's the first reaction to them that was, do I sell them? I should, I probably should sell them because you just were telling us about it and you're so passionate about it. So when you become an expert or you become passionate about something, you shift from selling something as a one-off, a transaction, to a transformational. It has impacted you in some way. It's impacted you. You have now uh, believe in it. You can speak to it. You're passionate about it. You love the product. It's like shoes. Have you ever had, I had a girlfriend say, oh my gosh, I got these pair of shoes and I love these pair of shoes. And she was so excited about these shoe pair of shoes. And I was like, okay, she really loves these shoes. But then when she wasn't there, I Googled like, where do you buy the shoes at? What's their price point? These are amazing. You know, all the things she was passionate about what she experienced and why she wanted them and how they're, she, they're changing her life. But it made me excited about being willing to go look into that. So we don't have to be salesy to uh, exude the expert and the um, passion about what we're selling. So, I mean, look at people that have a child or dog that they're super proud of. I mean, everything is about that child or that dog. And they tell their stories to their kids and they show pictures and their kid is the best and, 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 and because they're passionate about it. So there's no difference between being a salesperson that believes in something, has studied and become the expert, can speak to it, there's nothing different about that than just sharing. Like if you're at a dinner party about your thing, what becomes very uncomfortable is when somebody is selling, selling transaction, 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 and they're pushing you. When you just share your experience, you're now transforming somebody's mind and idea about something because of what you are experiencing. So when we are talking about relationship sales, we're looking how to meet the need of the person we're communicating with. What is their need? What do they feel like they need to have help with? So several years ago, I was talking, I had a meeting with a CEO of a company. It was a pretty big company in Louisville, Kentucky, where we lived. And this particular CEO was told that I could help them with a problem that they had in getting something figured out. So I met with the CEO and started talking to them. And very quickly, I got from finding out their pain points and what they needed that they really didn't want to utilize my services. They really wanted me to help them get something else. And so I made an assertion very quickly that I probably wasn't going to financially benefit from it, but they needed help with doing that. And I had it in my network of people. So I left the meeting and went to work on trying to help solve her problem. 
Now, even though I wasn't going to be beneficial from it, when I went back to her and I told her, this is what I can help you with. She actually admitted to me that if her plan A may not work and that she recognized that even though I was helping her with these things, that she may need my help at some point in the future. So who is she coming to? Is she going to the person that, that helped her identify her pain point and help so give her a solution to her problem? Or is she going to go find somebody else? Because it's a transformational experience as opposed to a transactional. And so now she looked at me as the expert and the person, if I was going to help her connect her to someone else, I now elevated myself over just the, the thing that she was looking for. So that's right. When we have a relationship that we're connecting with, then it is a different thing. It's no longer about us. It is about them. So I wanted you to take your pen and paper and do a couple things. The first thing is we want to do a survey. We want to survey broken up into do two different levels. The first one is it's all about them. That's the level, level one. It's all about them. And this is the research phase. You need to pose a survey question to gauge their interest. You're like, what in the world is that? Find out what their pain point is. What are they looking for? So the example would be, what are what is this person struggling with? Or what are you struggling with? Well, let's talk about candles for a second. Why do they want to have a candle? What is their pain point? Is it because they're so stressed out and at the end of the night they like to do a um, they love to do an experience at, with bath time and they set a lighted candle and it helps them relax? Is it because they don't have a chance enough to clean their house and they want their house to smell good? And for them, that's a pain point because even though there's clutter in the sink or on the countertops, their house still smells good. Find out their pain point and what are they are struggling with. That's number one. Number two, uh, or I'm sorry, the second one would be, um, are you, what, what are you struggling with and uh, what are they having a hard time with? What, what is their pain point? That's that's first thing. Second thing, as you need to do is listen to what they're saying. What are they saying? What are they are there? What is their pain point? What are they mentioning? What are you what are you getting from that conversation? And then the second thing is to um, connect yourself to them. This is level two. Connect yourself to them. And how do you do that? This is where you're going to confirm their interest after you do their initial server survey. So if you have not read the book, the ask method by Ryan Levesque, you should. It's an amazing book and it's gonna help you with this process. Find out from them by asking them. Get to know what their pain point is so that you can be the solution. So level two is connect uh, yourself to them. This is where you confirm their interest after you're doing your initial survey. So here's your example. This would be your fill in the blank. I hear when I hear you want to learn about blank. This is the topic. If I put together a product or service that helped you achieve, this is your result. Is that something you'd be interested in? Now, this is just an example. You can change around the words and you can ask them a different question. So I heard you want some more um, relaxation in your life through candles. If I put together a list of tropical scent candles for you for relaxation, would this be something you're interested in? So you see how I just took that I hear you want to learn about blank, which is your topic. If I put together a product or service and helped you achieve blank, your result, is that something you'd be interested in? Then you've now given them the ability to fill their pain point with something that you have an answer to. So it's not about you. It's about what they need. And it's about what they need you to help them 
fulfill and to um, experience. So you can be the answer to their pain point with a transformational sales experience because you are asking them what their biggest need is. All right, guys, I hope this has been beneficial. We're going to finish the part two next time we get together. And I can't wait to dig into that second part with you. Hey, do me a favor in the comments below, list what is your biggest takeaway from this, how you can implement this into your business now to help you move forward. I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the Legacy Boss Podcast. Make sure to subscribe anywhere you're listening to podcasts. And if you happen to have iTunes, do us a huge favor and leave us a review of the show. We love to hear your honest feedback and we love those five-star reviews if you have found great value. This is the way that we get the word out to the world and people who are waiting to hear this type of awesome content. So pay it forward. Giving a review is how we grow. So copy this link and share it out and let's have this amazing experience growing together. People need and want to be inspired. So thank you for being a part of the Legacy Boss Podcast and go after your dreams. See you next time.